Hey guys, this is Pastor Stacy at Trinity of Fairview. Welcome to our Be the Man podcast. I look to join you here every Monday as I share principles that will equip you to undertake your job description as a husband to be the man in your household. Look forward to sharing with you week in and week out. Guys, this is Pastor Stacy Harris from Trinity at Fairview. I am thankful that you have picked this up and are, are listening to this podcast. Just been a passion of mine for a lot of years, really. This is the culmination of, of a lot of years of dreaming and thinking and, and desiring under the leadership of the Holy Spirit to sow into the lives of husbands, of, of men, husbands-to-be, People who are courting folks, or maybe you've not found that one that the Lord has for you yet, but you're certainly praying to that end and wondering how you can prepare yourself to be the very, very best godly husband that you can be. That's my aim in this podcast, is to reach to reach you guys and to sow into your life from a long, a long time of commitment and a long time of experience with my bride, Miss Tammy. She is the greatest thing that ever happened to me, and my wish for you is that you will find the kind of relationship and, and the kind of marriage that, uh, that will give you half of what we have had. You will be blessed to the uttermost. I want you to do something for me. If these broadcasts, if these podcasts bless you and, and you like what you hear and you can think of a couple of people that, that might be touched by it, don't be afraid to, to share the link with them and reach out to them and, and let them start following this series of podcasts. Today, I'm certainly talking about the job description, that is the premise of these podcasts for a husband in a marriage relationship. That's found in Ephesians chapter 5. Husbands, love your wives just as Christ has also loved the church. And listen to this descriptive phrase, he gave himself for her. And that's what we're really going to be concentrating on in our thought today for how you can be the man, how you can be the man in your relationship, how you can Take seriously and execute well that job description that the Lord has given you to love your wife in just the way that Christ has loved the church. And there's that action point that he gave himself for her. So today I want to talk to you a little bit about a very powerful word in relationships and something that that our wives are really looking for from us as husbands and something that the Lord Jesus Christ's behavior is challenging us to in our job description, it's the word commitment. It's the word commitment. Hard to imagine a deeper commitment than giving your life for someone, yet that is the model that Jesus Christ has given us. He said, I love the church so much. Here's my level of commitment to that love, to that relationship. I gave myself for her. I gave my life for her. I gave my all for her. That is a deep commitment. That is the challenge to us as husbands. That is what God expects from us. That is the level of commitment that is inherent with our job description that we commit ourselves freely and fully to our wives. And, and fellas, I'm telling you, that is what they are looking for. If you want to be the man in your relationship, you make your spouse believe. You prove to her, your wife-to-be, you prove to her that you are absolutely committed to her. That is what she is looking for from you. Some some years back, 
I had my, uh, my two daughters, uh, my, my son in love. I was married to my oldest daughter, Nick and Rachel. I uh, had our son in love to be, soon to be, an official part of our family. Mr. Austin was there with Riley. We went to Disney, and you're asking me about Disney. That's probably another podcast for another day. So we will tackle that issue later. This is just a story, I'm telling you. How about that? So uh, don't lose any sleep over this. We're down there uh, a couple of years back at what they call Mickey's Not-So-Scary Halloween Party. And we're all dressing up for this and, and all going in, you know, all have dressing up like Disney characters. Um, we're, we're out in the parking lot before the thing's going on, putting these costumes on. Now, I can't say that Tammy and I went to the links that uh, the younger set did. The younger, the, younger, the younger foursome went to great links to dress up for this. Um, we were, we were kind of waiting outside on them, and Riley had, had stepped out, and, and Austin had stepped out. I'm not going to tell you what they dressed up as. I'll leave that to them for another day. But we're looking across the parking lot, and there's this couple there. Um, they're, they're dressing to the nines, and you can see their kids are there, and even their grandkids are there. The grandmother and the grandpa, probably 70 if I had to guess, the grandmother was dressed up like Jessie, the yodeling cowgirl, man, and she looked so good and so enthusiastic and so ready to go in and share this moment with her family. The granddad was dressing up rather reluctantly, I will just say that, from, his, uh, from the look and the speed at which he was dressing. He was dressing up like Woody, uh, Sheriff, Sheriff Woody, so... Uh, man, I'm watching what they're doing, and I'm looking at Riley as she's watching over there, and, and she, she tapped Austin as she was watching this 70-year-old man dress up like Sheriff Woody. She tapped him on the shoulder, and she said, now that is the kind of commitment that I'm looking for right there. And man, early on, Austin understood a key that Riley was looking for commitment in his life. So fellas, I'm telling you that your bride is looking for you from you for that kind of commitment. She is looking for that in your life. She wants to see that in you. I imagine that wasn't the first time that that gentleman had displayed his commitment based on the family's joy as they were going on. That was just a norm for him. Uh, at 70, he was already conditioned to commitment, to dress up like Woody. He might not have wanted to do it, but he was going to do it because he was absolutely committed. And that's what our wives are looking for is that level of commitment from us. And you might say, well, how do you make that happen? I want to be the man. I want to be committed. I want her to know that I'm committed, and I want her to be able to count on me. How do I practically do that? Well, I'm a word man, so I'm going to give you two words. Commitment carries with it this drudgery. Sometimes we, I'm just committed to this, and we're doing it, hating every step of it, and that's not the way I want you to look at this because you'll never accomplish what you're trying to accomplish if that is the way you look at commitment, gentlemen. So to be the man, I'm going to give you two words that I believe commitment means in your life. Number one, think about permanence. When you think about commitment and you want to prove to your bride, let her know that you are absolutely committed to her, part of your job description, loving her so much that you'll give your life for her. You want her to know this. Think about the word permanence. I don't really think, I've, I've done premarital counseling, I'm guessing, in, at least in triple digits, I don't really know how many couples I've, I've done this with, but I would say at least triple digits that I've sat with couples in premarital counseling. And I really don't believe any one of those couples was sitting there thinking, 
well, if this doesn't work out, I got a couple of other options, and man, I'm going to try this for six months, and, and we're going to see how it goes. I mean, that may be the, some of the people in the world think about marriage, but I don't believe anybody's ever come to the pastor's office and sat down for a series of premarital counseling with the idea in their mind that, well, we'll give it a year and just see if this is work, works out. It's, it's just not that level uh, of commitment. When the idea of marriage carries with it this idea of permanence, and that's the nature of commitment that your bride is, is looking for from you. Just think about there's no probationary period in the vows. When I have a couple recite vows, or even when they write their own permanent vows, they end up saying something like, till death, hey, I'm going to be with you till the end. And that, that, that kind of displays that permanent level uh, of commitment that your bride is, is looking for from you. Now, I can't competently say that the vast majority of things work out exactly the way that I want them to in my relationship with Tammy. And, and I maybe don't carry out everything I intend to to the letter like I really desire to in my relationship with my bride. But underneath all that, even in the failures, I want her to understand that I am committed to her, that there is a permanent nature to the commitment that I have for her. So daily, we got to reflect that, guys. We've got to reflect the permanence of our commitment to our brides and our attitudes and our actions toward them. It's not simply, I'm not going to divorce you. That is not what they're looking for at all. They're looking for something broader than that, something bigger than that. Essentially, they're looking for this from you guys, and here's a key. They want to know that you're all in all the time, for all time. I want to say that again. They want to know from you that you are all in all the time for all time. I think about skydiving. You know, I'm an adventurous kind of person. I really am. I'm about to turn 55, the speed limit in some places. Some places it's higher, but I'm about to turn the speed limit here in just a little bit. Uh, and maybe my adventures have become a little bit more restricted, the possibilities have, but I still have an adventurous spirit. One of the things I've thought about doing all my life, and I've never done it, is, is skydiving. Uh, you know, that is a commitment. In any way you think about it, that's an all-in kind of commitment. I've, I've gone so far. I've, I've looked at the websites. I've talked to people that, who have done it, and that's a level of commitment to it. I've, I've even had a package in my cart on several occasions. I found a place that I wanted to go do it. I've, I've put it in my cart, and that's a level of commitment. But the commitment even goes further. If you put your PayPal account in there and you pay for it and you make a reservation, that's some level of commitment that's even deeper. Uh, even further is to drive to the place, think about it, and go through, get out of your car, go through that orientation session where they're going to set you in that room and they're going to show you what you need to do and train you on how to do this and what not to do uh, as you're undergoing that. That's a level of commitment. Then think about signing that piece of paper that when you read it, it says, if I die doing this, I'm not going to hold you responsible. That's on me. You're not going to hold that company. That's a level of commitment when you sign your name there. Uh, putting all the suits on, the uniform on, the parachute on, that's a level of commitment that's even deeper. Climbing on the plane, think about that. Even taking off, that's a level of commitment. Climbing up to 10,000 feet or whatever it is you're going to jump from, that's even further commitment but the rubber really meets the road when you roll out of that airplane and you're floating through the air. You have completely committed yourself. 
You are all in at that moment, counting on that parachute. If it works, everything's going to go really good, and you're going to have a great memory on video that you can share on social media. You can do all that stuff. You're going to have that. But if that parachute doesn't function, and that backup parachute that I'm sure they probably have doesn't function, you are in real trouble. And that's a kind of an all-in commitment, really. And that is what your wife is looking for from you. Think about this. How do you think your wife would feel if on your wedding day you stood up there, or even after your wedding day you stood up there and you said to her, I'm all in, baby. I'm committing to you. I'm all in. That's what you're doing when you got married. And what if you said to her, I'm all in. Tell you what I'm going to do. I'm going to give you nine days out of ten. I'm going to be home nine nights out of ten. I am. I'm going to give you all I got, nine nights, nine days out of 10, but that 10th day, I'm not going to be here. I'm not coming home that night. I, I'm on my own. I'm doing what I want to do, when I want to do it, and how I want to do it, and you're not going to ask me any questions about it. How do you think she would have responded at that marriage ceremony if you had gone first and wrote, written your personal vows, and that's what you said to her? Why? Everyone knows what she would say. She would say, well, listen, why don't you just be on your own those other nine days, and I'm going to find me somebody who will give me 10 out of 10. And that's what she's looking for from you. And you say, Pastor, that's heavy what you're saying. That's, I understand it, but the reality of that is heavy. Well, think of the reality of the challenge in Ephesians 5. It says to us that we are to love our wives as Christ loved the church and then gives us a qualifying statement. He gave himself for her. He gave all he had. Christ held nothing back that was rightfully his. He gave up his rights. He gave up his position. He gave up his all. That is an all-in commitment, and it displays the permanence of it. I can count on that level of commitment. As a matter of fact, as Christians, we stake our eternity on that level of commitment. The fact that he will give all he has. He's already proven that at the cross. He's proven that in my life day after day after day after day that he gives all he has. Doesn't matter if, I'm, if I qualify myself for it this day. Doesn't matter if I deserve it this day. Doesn't matter where I am or what I'm doing or how I've talked to him or how I've postured myself toward him. He still maintains that all-in level of commitment in my life as his son. And he is challenging us as his sons to love our brides in that same way. So they're looking for an all-in. So find some way to tangibly, find some way to tangibly day in and day out let your spouse know, let your wife know that you are all in with her. In the midst of the most harrowing circumstances or the most challenging moments of life, you need some simple way to let her know. I have a pastor friend. He shared with me that he and his wife have a little gesture. He wraps his index finger and his middle finger just intertwines them. The old fingers crossed. I got my fingers crossed. He said, whenever my wife and I are in a pinch, I just do that and she does it right back. And he said, what we're really saying to each other is we are all in. It's you and me, baby. No matter what comes, if the ministry blows up, if the kids go crazy, who cares? At the end of the day, it's going to be you and I standing together. And that's something that he can do for her that reminds her in the most stressful moments of life, baby, you got me. I'm not going anywhere. I'm all in. I have a lady. I was preaching along these lines on one Sunday, and she caught me after church, and she showed me the inside of her wedding ring, and she said, my husband and I, after hearing a teaching from you on this, we took our wedding rings, and we had engraved on the inside a few words, and she said, read it, pastor. And on the inside of her wedding band was, were the words, all in. 
And she said, every time we face a challenge, we just, we just can point to those wedding bands and we know what we mean. We're saying to each other, and he can do that for, I point to his wedding band, baby. I'm all in. So find some tangible way between you and your spouse day in and day out that lets them know that, man, I am all in and I am permanent. That, that nature of commitment to you is absolutely permanent. Uh, there's no way I'm shrinking from it. There's nowhere I'm going. We are right here together. I promise you, you'll be the man you will be in your wife's life, in your spouse's life. When she believes that you are committed to her absolutely, permanently, all in, in every aspect. Secondly, I want to give you another thought. I want to give you the thought of, uh, of permanence. Yes, we talk about that well. I believe we've done good with that. But think about the idea of priority. This is a second way that I see commitment is priority. And maybe this is even more subtle to you. And it might be more impacting to you if you can lay hold to this. That a commitment to your bride speaks of priority. Commitment to me equals permanence. It does. But maybe on another level, and I'm going to even go so far, and I've been weighing this before I said it. Maybe on a deeper level, certainly I believe the, the arena of impact to your wife is different on some level when you communicate to her that you are my top priority. That's what commitment really is, that you are my top priority. I wrote this in my notes. Here's what I try to do for Tammy. I try to communicate to her day in and day out my level of commitment to her, her priority in my life in this way, that she gets the best of me. She gets the absolute best of me, and then she gets the first of me. Those two things. When she gets the best of me and the first of me, she knows she is the top priority in my life. As a pastor and as a really busy pastor, the Lord has blessed me. There is so many things. I'm sitting here with Eli today. So many opportunities that the Lord has given me. I love him. Love him turning the buttons for me and, and uh, uh, producing all this. Thankful for him. There's just so many opportunities that the Lord gives me day in and day out. And folks, these are good opportunities. These are not... These are not evil things. These are not bad things. As a matter of fact, these are good things, and these are eternal things that the Lord gives me opportunity to be involved in day in and day out. But I promise you, I could get so busy involved in really good things that it would harm my relationship with, with Tammy. It would. It would be a detriment to it. I could be caught up doing really good things for the kingdom, eternal things. I could make that the priority in my life to a level that it would deprioritize her. And I promise you that'll never go good in relationship. So between she and I, I always try to communicate to her that she is my top priority. How do you do that? Well, I make sure she knows she gets the best of me and I make sure she knows she gets the first of me and find tangible ways day in and day out to demonstrate the priority of your wife, your bride, your bride-to-be in your life, gentlemen. That's a challenge right here of commitment that we see modeled in the love of Jesus Christ, that, that she gets your all, that you're willing to give, yes, even yourself for her. Uh, maybe one of the practical ways is to do this, guys. Lavage the best of your language on her. Tell her she's number one. Encourage her. Encourage her dreams. Encourage the things that she thinks are important. You, you're going to have to pay attention to her, guys. You're going to have to study her. You're going to have to know her. Let me tell you, I've been with Tammy 34 years. I'm still learning day in and day out things about her 
things that are important to her. And man, I keep notes on her. I really do. When I see something new in her or I sense a new dream being birthed in her, guys, I write that down. And I begin to speak with her about that. And I begin to breathe life into those dreams as the Lord leads us in prayer and even just in conversation as we go. Uh, You know, it had been her dream for a long time to retire and get into the wedding business. Let me tell you, I'm the best wedding helper that ever lived. I am the underpaid, yes, but the payoff and money, yes, underpaid, but overpaid in the payoff relationally by just being her number one go-to guy in her wedding business and breathing life into that. For you see, it's not really about me. It's not really about my agenda, and it's not really about what I have. I make her dream my dream, and that's a level of commitment that the Lord is expecting from us as husbands in the lives of our wives. Language, I tell her all the time, you're the best wedding planner that ever lived. You should do this. I don't know how you get all this done, baby. Just language that lavishes on her, that expresses my admiration for her, and certainly lets her know she takes top priority. Baby, I'm in. I'm in on your dreams. I'm in on what you're doing. Hey, I know you're going to have a hard day. Be sensitive those days you know your wife's going to have a hard day. And language, hey, listen, I'm going to be praying for you. Lavish that language on her. I'm going to be lifting you up today, baby. So just in terms of, of how you speak, empowering her and encouraging her along in the daily grind. If she's that mom with three kids, let me tell you, you better be telling her she's the greatest mom that ever lived, and you don't know how she's doing all that she's doing and baby what can I do to make your life easier and your job easier and to make you more successful as a mom you know what that does that tells her guys that she is number one in your thoughts that she is getting priority and she is getting the best of you and guys you're going to have to give her in some practical way the first of you Christ's love is selfless Christ's love is sacrificial and that is the model that we have and how we love our wives. Guys, you got to know your wife to be able to do this successfully. You got to get to know her. You you don't want to take a shotgun approach to this and say, well, I'm going to shoot at a bunch of things and hope I hit the thing that means the most to her. Get to know her. I know my wife is a planner. Listen, she's a school teacher for she still is a school teacher, kindergarten teacher, and you talk about uber organized. A wedding planner has to be uber organized. Uh, she is, I know her. That's what means something to her. Calendar means something. So I tell everybody she is my calendar girl, guys, and I tell her that in more ways than one, and that's another podcast for another day, but in more ways than one, she is my calendar girl. So a way that I tangibly let her know that she takes top priority in my life is I give her my calendar every October before a new year. I get a brand new calendar, and I'm still old school. I operate in the digital. Yes, I do. I have a digital calendar, but I still have to have that written calendar in my hand. And I give her that written calendar. And I say, look, you go ahead and look at what you need from me next year, and you mark it out first. You take your time first. Whatever you need from me comes first. And brothers, I'm telling you, what she puts on that calendar, I do not betray that. It would have to be the Lord himself or somebody passing away that would make me make a change in the calendar. If she puts something on it, I'm going to honor that. And you know what that says to her? That says you are my absolute top priority, doll. And so find some way. Maybe it's not calendar. Maybe your wife is not driven that way, but you know her. Maybe your bride-to-be. I challenge you guys, get to know her as you're courting her and find out what speaks priority into her life. And you will find that commitment, 
Commitment, commitment. Man, that is something that your wife is looking for, that your bride-to-be is looking for. That lady you haven't found yet, I guarantee you, she is going to be looking at your commitment level to her uh, before she even agrees to become your bride. So I challenge you today, guys, if you're going to be the man, if you're going to be the man, you're going to have to pay attention to this idea of commitment. Don't live with your bride like you got buyer's remorse, guys. Uh, live with her like she is the greatest thing because she is the greatest thing that God could have ever given you, the greatest treasure that he could have ever bestowed into your life. And you guys are living a covenant commitment together before the Lord. Commitment means permanence. She needs to know that. Commitment means priority. Guys, you need to sow that into her life day in and day out, that she is your number one priority. You say, Pastor, that sounds like a lot of sacrifice on my side and not a lot of benefit. Well, let me just tell you something. If you read on down there, uh, the word in Ephesians tells us that a man that loves his wife this way shows that he loves himself. In other words, he's a pretty smart man. Because I'm going to tell you, you love your wife that way, you won't ever have to be worried about being taken care of and happy. Man, I'm going to tell you, you'll never outcommit your wife. I promise you, when she believes you're that committed to her, it will, guys, 34 years of experience here telling you, it will fall out to your good when you decide to be the man in this way in your wife's life. You watch how she reacts and what she pours into your life in a level you never believed when you demonstrate this kind of commitment to her. I want you to know I love you. I thank you for this time to sow into your life. And man, if this has meant something to you, again, I challenge you. Just share it with a few guys in your circle and see if it helps them along the way. Here I am daily, guys, praying for you that the Lord gives you and your spouse, your spouse-to-be, uh, the lady you're courting, the lady you're praying for. I pray that he just pours into your life every good and perfect gift that marriage ought to have. And my challenge to you in these days, guys, is, is, is don't shy away from your responsibility. Commit yourself today to be the man in that relationship. I'll see you next time, next Monday, when the next podcast drops. I love you guys. Thanks for tuning in to Be The Man. I hope you were blessed today as Pastor Stacy gives you tools on how to be the man of your household. Our hope is that through this, you are equipped with practical principles for a godly and happy marriage. If you were blessed today, please share this podcast with your friends and family and leave us a review. Have a wonderful day and catch us next time on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, or any of Trinity of Fairview's media outlets.